Friday, February 3rd, 2023. Welcome to episode 39 of the Alameda Postcast, an audio service of the Alameda Post. I'm your host, Scott Peeler, and this edition of the Postcast, with Dignity Village set to open in April, the city holds a virtual community meeting to introduce the facility. The new district attorney sets up a review of the Mario Gonzalez case, among others. Car thefts are on the rise, and the Alameda police have some suggestions for you to keep your car. A local photographer honored by the Audubon Society. Tips for helping with college tuition. More microbusiness grants are available, and the Post is pleased to add a resource that will help you make sense of California policies and politics. These stories and more on this episode of the Alameda Postcast. Our top story, the cold and rainy weather that started the year brought the problem of homelessness into sharp focus these past few weeks. The warming shelter at Christ Episcopal Church quickly went from three nights a week to 7 by 24 coverage, but what about the next steps, the ones that will help people transition to more secure living arrangements? In October, there was a groundbreaking ceremony for Dignity Village, located at 2355th Street in what is known as the Bottle Parcel. This 47-unit facility will serve as interim supportive housing, providing support as people seek permanent housing. This past Tuesday, the city held a virtual community meeting to outline the services that will be offered. The city has partnered with Five Keys Schools and Programs and Dignity Moves to administer Dignity Village. Each of the 47 units is a studio apartment with bathroom, Wi-Fi, and a desk where one person, a couple, or a parent and child could live. The future residents will be drawn from those already living on Alameda, whether in the Alameda Point Emergency Housing, Christ Episcopal Church Warming Shelter, in cars at the Village of Love, or in tents or cars on the street. In addition to offering residents meals, clothing, and toiletries, the program will provide mental health and social services, such as support in getting an ID, finding jobs, and permanent housing, or reuniting with family. Residents will be allowed to have pets with some rules, and Friends of the Alameda Animal Shelter will provide mobile pet care. Residents must access on-site social service as a condition of living at Dignity Village. The city currently has no interim supportive housing for men and limited options for women with children. As residents transition out to permanent housing, the 47 units can potentially serve two to three people each year, or about 118 people. This translates to 65% of Alameda's unsheltered population. The city anticipates the facility will be substantially occupied within 90 days after opening. Before that opening, the community will be invited to tour the facility, which will be gated and surrounded by a fence with 24-7 front desk and security staff. For a full look at what Dignity Village will offer, see Karen Jensen's article at alamedapost.com slash news. Newly elected Alameda County District Attorney Pamela Price issued a statement announcing the creation of a public accountability unit. This new unit will review eight officer-involved shootings and in-custody deaths with the intention of reopening the cases for further review to determine whether charges should be filed or not. The Tyree Nichols case in Memphis has once again brought police custody deaths to the forefront. In her statement, D.A. Price noted, quote, The people of Tennessee want accountability, and so do the people of Alameda County. I promised accountability. This unit and its work are the start of the reckoning Alameda County has asked for for holding people accountable for their misconduct, end quote. One of the cases that will be reviewed is the 2021 death of Mario Gonzalez here on Alameda. While earlier reports found the Alameda officers involved not criminally liable, the city responded to the creation of the Public Accountability Unit, pledging, quote, consistent with the city's longstanding commitment to transparency and accountability, the city will cooperate fully with this review, end quote. Responding to the earlier reports that absolved the officers of criminal wrongdoing, D.A. Price had this to say, quote, these reports were released at the 11th hour just weeks before I took office. As the top prosecutor, I want to give each case a thorough review 
to ensure justice has not been forgotten. End quote. Full details at alamedapost.com slash news. The new year has brought a rise in car thefts. The Alameda Police Department reports more than a dozen thefts in the past few days, and some of them were simply the work of opportunistic thieves. Pretty easy to take a car when the engine is already running. The cold weather means more people are starting their cars and letting them warm up unattended. This makes for a fairly inviting target. So think twice about leaving your car while it's running. Some additional tips. Lock your car each and every time you leave it. Don't leave items visible on seats. For additional security, you can pick up steering wheel or pedal locks free of charge from APD at 1555 Oak Street. Details at alamedapost.com news. A slight mistake in signage has been good for a laugh. A parking sign on Alameda Avenue in front of the Alameda Museum was installed advertising 30-hour parking. Naturally, this quickly went viral on social media, even attracting the attention of KTVU-TV. To see the sign, head to alamedapost.com external, but don't go looking for it on Alameda Avenue. They've already fixed the problem. You've likely seen some great wildlife photography on the Alameda Post as well as across Alameda social media. More often than not, that is the work of Nicholas Bembersky, whose social media tag is Check the Tech Nick. Mr. Bembersky was honored by the 2022 Audubon Society Photography Awards. His video of great blue herons nesting in Alameda Point was chosen as one of the 12 best videos of the year. Get the story behind the shoot and a look at the award-winning video at alamedapost.com features. Paying for college can be a daunting task for many families. What if you were able to secure an annual grant of $12,570 to help pay the way? The Cal Grant is just that, an annual payment for students attending the various universities of California, California state universities, California community colleges, and certain career and technical schools. To help guide you through the process, the Alameda Unified School District is offering a free Cash for College workshop Wednesday, February 8th at the district office at 2060 Challenger Drive from 3.30 until 6.30. For a full look at the information you'll need for this workshop, visit alamedapost.com news. Financial help is also available for owners of micro-businesses. Micro-business defined as having fewer than five employees and earning less than $50,000 per year. If your business fits that description and you were in business in 2019 and are still operating and were affected by the COVID pandemic, you may qualify for a $2,500 grant thanks to the California Office of the Small Business Advocate. The grants are for businesses in Alameda, Contra Costa, and El Dorado counties. For details including links to the application, visit alamedapost.com news. This week, the Post is pleased to welcome a new partner, CalMatters. CalMatters.org is a nonprofit, nonpartisan media venture explaining California policies and politics. This week, Ben Christopher of CalMatters takes a look at gas prices. While we were all focused on prices at the pump, another type of gas increase took everyone by surprise, the cost of natural gas, which saw a wholesale price increase of 63% since October. This has been a specifically Californian problem because the rest of the nation saw natural gas prices tumble 50%. A combination of high demand due to the cold and low supply thanks to infrastructure problems in Texas hit California hard, seeing as how 90 percent of the state's natural gas comes from outside our borders. Relief is on the way. The California Climate Credit could put $50 directly into the pockets of customers, while the supply chain problems also appear to be easing. For full details, see Ben Christopher's article at alamedapost.com news. AlamedaPost.com slash events, your source for all kinds of events of interest. This weekend brings quite the variety. 
Friday evening, the Feathered Outlaw on Webster presents a Lunar New Year tea ritual to help usher in the Year of the Rabbit. Friday and Saturday, Motor Dance and Rhythmics Cultural Works present the world premiere of Water in the Kettle, a body music choreography event featuring harmony singing, body percussion, and rhythm dance. Water in the Kettle illuminates the maddeningly recurrent struggles of modern women and the country with intention, humor, and connective rhythm. Shows at 8 p.m. Friday and Saturday with an additional 5 p.m. matinee on Saturday. Alterina Playhouse continues their run of slow food weekends through February 19th. Saturday afternoon at 1, the Mastic Senior Center presents their second annual Storytelling and Drumming Festival with craft-making and interactive workshops. The USS Hornet kicks off Black History Month on Saturday with multiple events, including the new African Americans in the Military exhibit created by the Walking Ghosts of Black History in partnership with the National Park Service and the USS Hornet Museum. It's the first Saturday of the month, so Pacific Pinball presents their Little Flippers class for children age 5 to 12. Saturday and Sunday, friends of the Alameda Animal Shelter will be at Almanac Beer Company for their Valentine's Day adoption event, complete with a puppy kissing booth. Sunday brings us the monthly visit of the Alameda Point Antiques Fair. Details on these events and more at alamedapost.com events. Thank you for supporting nonprofit news for Alameda. See all the benefits of membership at alamedapost.com memberships. Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And now you can also find us on Tumblr and Mastodon. Find the Postcast wherever you get your podcast, or simply tell your smart device to play the Alameda Postcast podcast. I'm Scott Peeler. I'll be back next Friday with Episode 40 of the Alameda Postcast. Postcast.